Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello everyone, this is Natalina, your host of the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Super excited to be speaking with Bernadette Logue. She is the leader of the Daily Positive website, a transformation life coach, and the author of three personal growth books, guiding you on how to master your mind to live consciously and soul aligned. This episode is really, really incredible, and personally, it has resonated with me. She talks about breaking your limiting beliefs and the real truth behind it, something that many coaches and many experts out there are ignoring. And I really think that this episode is very, very beneficial to all listeners. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Bernadette, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show. We always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So go ahead and tell us about yourself and what it is that you do. Okay, wonderful. It's so great to be here. So I'm a transformation life coach, which is a blend of performance coaching, life coaching and spiritual coaching. I've been doing that for about five or six years. I do private one-on-one coaching as well as group programs. And my, my main area of focus is that I help people with mind mastery and soul alignment. Okay. So those are two things I think are really, and they're directly related to each other. So that's what I do in terms of the coaching, and I run an online community, um, and that is an international community. So we have a platform called The Daily Positive, and that's free, actionable, and inspiration to support. So that's what I've been doing for about six years. I'm obviously a Kiwi <laughs> from New Zealand, but um, most of my community is international. I live in Europe now. Okay, so tell us a little bit, Bernadette, about how you got into this particular field. Was it something that, you know, you knew you wanted to do or was was there a journey that, you know, is? but we always like to know, you know, how did you get to this point or how did you choose this career path? Yes, very good. Okay, so I'll give you the, the sh- most shortened version I can. I wrote two books about this journey because it was so um, shocking <laughs> and shocking who knew me I say that I didn't choose this path I say this path chose me and the reason I say that is because before I got into this I was in corporate business for about 13 years so I was a very stereotypical type a personality extremely driven and very much about getting my success I spent a long time doing that I got to the top of the career ladder and had achieved everything I wanted to And quite shockingly to me, with the house and the car and all of the recognition and money and everything, I realised I was completely unhappy, which is very cliche. And I know that happens to actually more people than you might realise. But at that time, at the very same time, almost seemingly unrelated, and of course it's completely related, I had a complete spiritual awakening. And a whole series of very bizarre things happened. And what I had been doing at the latter part of my career was leadership. I ran, a, I was the national manager for a, a human resources company and I was doing performance coaching. So I kind of really got into helping people and seeing people unleash their potential. 
I took a for about two years. I wrote books. I traveled around the world and wrote books and discovered what was really going on for me and what life was really about and found meaning and purpose. And that led me into wanting to make a contribution and wanting to help people. And that's how I ended up kind of morphing into a life coach. I love that. And you know what? You're your story resonates with a number of people, I'm sure, that are that are in that world, you know, the coach, the executive world, the corporate world, and, um, you know, it's just not working for them. I'd love to know how you, mm-hmm. I guess, how you motivated yourself to make the leap or to make the switch. There's so many people that I know of, uh, family, friends, people indirectly that are in the position that you were in, and they just can't they can't break that comfort level of taking the next step there. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they have the, you know, you have your health insurance, you have stability, you have a consistent uh-huh. paycheck. And, and so it's hard to walk away. So, you know, what, what was going through your mind when you did it? And, and what can you tell anybody that's maybe going through it right now? Like, how did you make that transition? Well, first of all, I'd say you cannot stop your your soul from stirring. So don't try and ignore it. You can tell it to, to hold on and let you get warm to the idea, but one thing I know for sure is it will not stop stirring, and the people that ignore it end up suffering consequences in the long run. And I don't mean to put the fear in anybody, but what I mean to say is that there is something in you that is born to be given be given expression to there are people in the world that are waiting for it so the sooner you get out of your own way the better and now I'll tell you how out of my own way um so I walked away from a very large paycheck and a very very comfortable position I'd literally just set up my dream home moved to live on this island in New Zealand and set a beautiful home bought all the stuff and I'll tell you what motivated me is that I knew if I sat there and did that 30 years would go by and I would be an old, unfilled woman. And I got really, really with myself about it. If I don't make a drastic change, and I made some very drastic changes quite quickly, all within a a 12-month period, I literally changed everything. But the motivation for me, and and I write about this in one of my my first book, is that my sister, one of my sisters, I've got a very big Irish Catholic family, (laughs) one of my sisters died when she was 25. And what happens to you when you go through an experience like that, and it doesn't have to be somebody dying, but you have an experience where you realize the fragility of your life is that once I passed that age and I was sitting there at 32, everything you want, life, but fulfillment, was I realized that life is short. You are literally going to die one day. So how do you, like, this life is not a given. Like, you have to get really real. So for me, I thought, well, how would I honor her life, how would I honour my life before? Because if I wait another 10 years, nothing's going to change. I'm not going to get less afraid. I'm not going to get more stable than I already am. There's nothing to wait for. And I just wasn't willing to tolerate mediocrity. Wasn't willing to tolerate less, basically. Um, and so I think that's it. I think when you're, when you're paying... You know, I've heard other people say this, but when your pain gets to a point where you say, I'm not willing to tolerate that anymore, there's got to be something better and I'm willing to risk it. Like, I literally had a conversation with my sister and I said, if the worst that happens is is I make a mistake, you know what, I'll get another job, I'll get the money back and I'll buy another house. That's the worst case scenario. And that's not a bad worst case. So there was, and and don't get me wrong, it wasn't a one-day conversation. It took me a number of months. In fact, it took warm up to it um but I was in no doubt what 
my inner voice was saying. And I think everyone that's listening, you know what your inner voice is saying. <laughs> and don't wait until you have no fear because I was totally afraid and anxious the entire time. Your fear is not a bad thing. Your fear just tells you you're going in a direction where your expansion is waiting for you. Absolutely. Bernadette, thank you for sharing that story. Um, I know you mentioned earlier uh, when you were talking about what you do, you mentioned mastering the mind, the mindset, um, uh -huh. Uh -huh. which is the most important part to anything, right? <laughs> no matter what it is, Absolutely. whether it's your career or your health or romance or building relationships, it's, you know, a lot of it, come, it comes from your mindset and, and your thoughts and what you choose to do. And I'd love to just dive into that a little bit, you know, how do we master the mind and how do we get to a place where we can really um, not only enjoy the positive thoughts, but know, learn how to control the ones that aren't so great and, and really be able to flourish in our life? Okay, very good. So mind mastery is absolutely everything. And I spent me thinking, no, I just want to be a spirit person and just be zen and happy. And what you come to realize is, is that the mind blocks your intuition. It blocks your soul passion. It blocks your inspirations. It is literally the key to everything. It's everything you want internally. It's everything you want externally. So that said, when it comes to mind mastery, I'm just going to go straight to the crux of it. Your mind is your entire reality. Reality only exists because you're in a body and you are experiencing, perceiving, seeing, and filtering and interpreting through your mind. When you think about your mindset, I always say that if you've got blocks in your mindset, it's like a fog. It's like you're living in a fog. And I break the fog down into four components. And those components that hold you back in your mindset are your limiting beliefs, your fear, and the expectations put onto you and societal conditioning, the norms that you try to live up to. And the most important of all four of those is your limiting beliefs. Now, I take people through a whole six-week program to break down their paradigm of beliefs and rebuild it, but the crux of it is this. Anything negative and limiting that you believe about yourself is not true and does not belong to you because you were not born thinking negative things about yourself. And so what happens is we're born and our mind starts to get conditioned from our education, our, our exposure and our upbringing. And sometimes it happens very accidentally. And sometimes I always say to people, you get some really positive beliefs, you get some really good ones, but even from the most loving and conscious upbringing, you can pick up some really negative beliefs because of the way it tries to make sense of life when you're young. So the limiting beliefs are the absolute core. If you can name the limiting beliefs that you have about yourself, and I'm going to give you a tip about that in a minute, if you can name them and you can start to logically understand they are absolutely not true, you have got an opening for very powerful change. And the number one limiting belief that most people have that is most common across all cultures and countries is I'm not good enough. Hmm. which leads to confidence issues, self-worth issues, it skews your thoughts, your feelings, your actions results that you get in your life and there's another number of other ones but I'm not good enough as a little toxic visitor <laughs> for most people and Neda I would also say that my true belief from a spiritual perspective is that these things are not problems they're gifts to help us be true because the whole human experience is for our evolution and so whatever ends up being our Achilles heel and the problem in our life is always the access point or the vehicle for our greatest potential to flourish. 
Bernadette, I really loved your answer. And, you know, I can personally relate because I do a lot of work with confidence. Um, and this is the number one thing that, um, that I personally believe gets in the way of confidence. And there's so many people out there that talk about mindset and confidence and making a shift, but they aren't getting to the core. They're not, they're not getting to the uh -huh. core of the limiting yeah. beliefs. It's, it's very, very shallow. It's very outer. And I completely uh -huh. agree with your answer. And it's hard work, you know, to really understand that your, your thoughts and your negative beliefs they don't belong to you. It's baggage that you've picked up along the way. And you're absolutely right. You know, when you're born, when you're a baby, when you're a child, you know, you don't, you're not running around calling yourself names and, and saying all these things to yourself that put you down. It's not until people come into your life or situations or experiences that you start to hear that you start to pick up. And then that's what we grow up as an adult. And next thing you know, you know, we're unhappy, we're unfulfilled, and we don't feel great about ourselves. And I think that there's a lot of, exactly. I think there's a lot of coaches that miss that boat. And I'm just so happy to hear you say what you say, because it is the harsh truth. And the reality is, is that it is a lot of work to now go back and look at those beliefs and figure out, okay, well, where do they come from? Like you said, name them. Um, and, and where do I go from here and really identify it? And the, the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of people have a hard time doing that because it is, it's hurtful. It's, it's hard to go back and say, why don't I feel good enough? Oh, maybe, okay, maybe it was this situation with my parents or maybe this or that or, or relationships or, you know, whatever it can well, very well be. Indeed, indeed. And it is, and it is painful to look at it. And that's why a lot of people don't and they suffer the consequences of it. I'm a huge advocate for not dealing with symptoms. There are way too many people trying to deal with symptoms. And by symptoms, I mean lack of confidence is not a problem. It's a symptom. It's a symptom of a skewed mindset based on limiting beliefs, like you said. You just, and I, I only discovered after coaching hundreds of people, it was all the same thing. Everyone has their problems play out wearing different costumes, but when you boil it all back down, that's why I developed my mastermind program, is because I'm teaching the same thing to every single person, doesn't matter what the challenge looks like on the surface. It's the same process. What you have to do is if you name it, then it has less, it's less scary and it's less confusing and mysterious. You realize that you know what's going on. But then if you can pin it to where it came from, it starts to make sense. And what I always say to people is, when you try to plaster a new mindset on top of an old toxic mindset, it's like trying to plant seeds in your garden, but your garden's got toxic soil. You have to do a bit of cleanup before you start to plant your affirmations and your visualization and all of your good effort to create success. So the most important thing that people miss is they don't crack the power. And when I say crack, it's just at least 1% understand that there's a possibility that it's BS and that it doesn't belong to you. Mm. Look at it from all different angles and see if you can possibly understand that, that, that it is untrue. And when you do that, it is a little bit of its power and, that is really, really important when you're going to change your mindset because nobody is going to convince you otherwise. What happens is if you plaster on, try to plaster on new beliefs and try to plaster on this type of thing, the second you get under pressure, the second life comes and hits your sore point, your limiting belief will rear up and you're right back in the frying pan and you're right back to where you started. And what happens is it ruins your confidence even more because you think that, I can never change, it doesn't work for me, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> so it's so important to do the groundwork. 
Absolutely. I, I completely agree. So Bernadette, walk us through that um, just quickly. You know, if somebody's like, okay, I have to start naming my beliefs and, and really getting to the core of it. Um, obviously there's some, um, there's gotta be self-awareness there, right? Like they have to, they have to be able to catch their thoughts when Definitely. they're, when they're, when they're happening. Um, so what is that like first, Definitely. what does that first step look like or okay. how, how do we begin that? Okay, perfect. So I would say, I, the, and so this is a core part of my teachings and everything I do. So you have an equation for creation and it starts from the inside out and it goes like this. Beliefs driving thoughts, thoughts inclining feelings, feelings inclining choices, behavior and action, which then generate results and become your life. I call it the BTFA equation. It's your equation. Everything stems when you understand this, you can say, what would I have to believe to be true for me to be thinking this way? What would I need to believe to be true for me to be thinking and feeling this way? What would I need to believe to be true for me to be acting this way? Because everything in your life is a footprint that you can trace back to a belief that it stems from. If you don't the results, ask yourself why you behave in the way that creates those results. Why do you behave that way? Because you're feeling and thinking a certain way and that's the only reason human beings take action. <laughs> and if you're thinking a certain way, a belief that aligns. And so once you start asking yourself those questions, you can just look and say, name the thoughts, feelings, actions or results that don't work for you and then say to yourself, what would I have to believe for that, for that to be true? It's a very simple way. I mean, you can do exercise and you can stop taking, you can check your against lists of limiting beliefs, which are very easy, um, far more effortless way to do it. Um, but, but that simple exercise, what would I have to believe to be true for this to be happening, is one way to get started with identifying it. And actually, to be honest, just ask yourself right now, do I believe I'm not good enough? Do I believe I'm not worthy? Do I believe I'm not deserving? Do I believe I'm not lovable? Do I accept myself? Do I believe I'm missing something? Do I believe I'm whole and complete? Because those are some foundational limiting beliefs that cause people problems. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Bernadette, it's been such a pleasure to speak with you. It was a really powerful episode. Um, I, I would love to jump into the power section and just pick your brain a little bit. What's one, sure. what's one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Okay. This one's really easy for me because it's my super fast. And I would take this to every dinner party with me. It's like my dinner party trick. <laughs> I love it. I give it to all my coaching clients. It's called The Life You Were Born to Live by Dan, Dan Millman, um, who also wrote Way of the Peaceful Warrior. It is a numerology book, and it will tell you what life path number is, and it, it will blow your mind. It's like you will read it, and you will say, how can a stranger have written this about me? That is an exact description of me. And the power of it is, is it shows you your strengths, your weaknesses, and your potential, and it will show you what you're here to overcome in your life. And the reason that's important is so many people think things they have to overcome are problems, like they've gone wrong in their life somewhere, and it's never that. Always right on time, right where you need to be, facing the right problems that will unleash your full potential. And what's one value that you have that you've always stuck by? Don't ever try to be someone you're not. <laughs> in this world, if you've got a whole lot of people that are, that are listening and they want to meet a, they want to have a relationship or they want to be successful in their business or they want to make it big in their, whatever their field is, there is such a to accidentally consciously be what you think other people want you to be and it will lead you into a hole. Never cut your values, never cut your conscience, always be yourself. 
And what's one message that you would leave to this world? We call it the final golden nugget. What would you say? I think I would reiterate what I said before, and that is nothing negative or limiting that you believe about yourself is true and it doesn't belong to you. Nothing anybody else says about you is true and it does not belong to you. You were born the way you are and you've got everything you need and your your only job, if you want to live your purpose in life and you want to know what your soul wants from you and what the world needs from you, and that is to be unapologetically and uninhibited your full self. And the way to do that is to listen to how your soul speaks to you, which is your passion, your inspirations, and your intuition. I love that. Lastly, um, Bernadette, as you know, we're the Rise Up For You podcast, Rise Up For You company. When you hear that phrase, rise up for you, what does that mean to you? Okay. I love this name, Rise Up For You. I think it is awesome. And here is what it brings up. No one is coming to save you because you have everything you need to save yourself. The world is never going to endorse you and validate you and empower you and you cannot rely on it to do that for you because here is the hard truth. Sometimes it will and sometimes it will not and you'll be on an emotional roller coaster going in response to whether the world gives you what you need to feel good about yourself. For me, rise up for you means rise up for yourself. Love- that's what you're here to do. Own your power, own your light. I love that. Bernadette, again, thank you so much. How do we stay connected to you and how do we support you? Okay, awesome. So um, I'd love to connect with anyone um, who wants to reach out. Come and join me at my global online community at um, www.thedailypositive.com. If anyone wants to participate in my Mastermind program, that's where we have it all. I do my private coaching. There's links on that site that people can find me. And um, it would be awesome to connect. Bernadette, thank you again so much. It really was a pleasure speaking with you. Wonderful episode. You're very welcome. Thank you again for joining the Rise of You podcast. Again, this is your host, Natalina. We want to make sure that outside of the podcast, you're still growing and always getting continuous knowledge and our six pillars. So we want to make sure that you head over to our website, www.riseofyou.com and take full advantage of the free resources and the benefits that we have there. We have articles and contributors from around the world. We have a number of other podcast episodes, webinars, and a ton of tools and strategies and tips that are going to help you rise up to the next step professionally and personally. You can find us on every social media avenue. We're on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Rise Up For You. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Everything is at Rise Up For You, and we would love for you to join us. And definitely, you're going to want to head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, and get your free startup kit. We have compiled the top podcast interviews, the top webinars, and the top articles that fall in our six pillars, plus a free startup guide, the six pillars to a prosperous life that's going to help you take that first step to really finding and building the life that you want professionally and personally. So again, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you get access to that startup kit for free. And don't forget to share. Our main mission is to empower, educate, and connect women globally. And we need your help to do that. So please help us spread the word, spread the message, share our content, share what Rise Up For You is about, and help us help you and other women around the world. Thank you again for joining us. Rise Up For You, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.